0: It's getting a little hot in here. I can't think. All right. Oh, my goodness. Welcome to Read Em and Wait. This is a podcast where we rate and review short acts of work, uh, mostly romance novels, fanfics, anything we can get our hands on, honestly. Um, We're not very choosy, but we do lean towards romance books. Um, My name's Alicia Matthews.
1: And I'm Tori Mack. And here we are we're ready to roll welcome to read it and weep uh just a just a disclaimer from the beginning i feel like i should have said this in the first episode um if you haven't read this book now would be the time to stop listening to this podcast like right now because we're about to spoil the absolute shit out of it so um if you haven't learned by now this is basically the anti-book club book club so um (laughs) <laughs> yeah here we go so this week we're gonna do a verity by colleen hoover yay um, i know I'm, I'm i'm excited about this one um alicia's gonna go ahead and get into some trigger warnings all right so we do
0: want to warn you of some content that's really prevalent in the book um such as child death child abuse emotional abuse physical abuse murder gaslighting suicide attempt and suicidal thoughts and domestic abuse and while that's just a few of the themes that we pulled we do encourage you to go and story graph to see if there's any other triggers that may um put you off of this book but we do want to make you aware of those warnings that we pulled so just be cautious whenever reading this because
1: it's very heavy um then we're going to segue into our emoji segment. So this is something that we're going to do every uh, every episode where we choose one emoji to express how we feel about the book. Uh, we'll most likely post the emoji on our Instagram or uh, on other social medias. You can hit us up on our Instagram at reademandweep.pod. That's R-E-A-D-E-M-A-N-D-W-E-P-P dot pod on instagram read them and weep um oh man okay so I'll, I'll let you start with the with the emoji segment all right so i would say the emoji that
0: literally captured my uh let's say my reaction to this book is the emoji with the hands covering their eyes but peeking through the fingers i listen i was upset i I really do believe i went through the five stages of grief while reading this book like Mm -hmm. it was insane and that perfectly describes how i reacted i was like now i just can't keep like watching this and then i was like now obviously i have to like i got to see it through
1: yeah it's like one of those things where you can't look away yeah like a a
0: wreck or something like yeah it's so captivating yeah
1: I wonder what, like, the part of the psyche that that scratches, you know what I mean? You know like what? That, We're getting into some deep stuff here. Um. Hey, listen, if you are listening and you are a psychologist or you know more about the human brain than we do, which is, don't take much, but... Uh, <laughs> let, let, let us know what that's about. Like, also, I feel like that kind of falls in line with the whole, like, you know, when you see something so cute, like, you want to mash it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just want to um, squeeze the life out of it.
0: Okay. You know what? I don't know. Because, like, my nephew, like, I'll tell him, like, give me a, a
1: squeeze hug. And, like, i oh, my God.
0: I know exactly what you're talking about, though. Like, I, I literally want to squeeze him.
1: Like, <laughs> Yeah. Or, like, when you see a really tiny dog and you're like, oh, my God, you're so fucking cute. Like, you don't even know how small you are you don't you don't know anything about anything. So if you're a brain doctor or you think you're a brain doctor or you have any information about this, shoot us an email, send us an Instagram message, out, like reach out to us in any way and let us know why that tell us the tea, drop the tea. Exactly. Exactly. So, um my emoji is the two eyes or you know the one that's like looking kind of sideways. Mm-hmm. Um, this book it had me shook i'll i'll be honest and you know like i i've never really gotten like a jump scare out of a book before i feel like it's more of like a uh like a i've read a lot of suspense like slash mild romance novels before mm-hmm. i really really enjoy that that was probably one of my favorite genres yeah for sure so i i think that's like this one kind of gave me some jump scares though because like i could see uh, it uh, there's it just like a lot of things i was like reading it so fast i was trying to consume it so much yeah just like oh. <laughs> you know what i'm saying like that that, yeah. that <laughs>
0: music playing in the background because like, that's like perfect like <laughs> i'm yeah. thinking of like this one specific like scene in the book and like that is exactly what i could hear playing in my head
1: yeah do you want to do you want to add a new segment to the podcast like right now (laughs) uh let's do it okay let's do fan cast all right oh my god okay tori i don't think you understand just like (laughs) okay okay so i'll i'll do i'll do the top three characters so we'll do Lowen. we'll do jeremy and then we'll do verity all right so jeremy and verity are married just for some context and lowen is like she's the main character she's Mm -hmm. the but anyways okay fan cast for me verity sarah paulson Mm. no doubt a hundred percent with the eyes and just like the creepiness and we'll get we'll get into that Mm -hmm. um jeremy theo james hundred percent. And man. then I finally decided. Like I, it took me a long time to think about it, but I think that Dakota Fanning. And I know this may be an unpopular opinion, but I think that Dakota Fanning would play the perfect Lowen. Dakota yeah. Fanning. Uh, she was one of the members of the Volturi, and um. Ah, it, yeah, you know she's what? got like really big eyes and like really fair skin. I could see that. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's that's like because I kind of pictured her as like the girl next door thing, mm-hmm. but I like then I was like, well, you know, I don't, I don't know. I was just like kind of picturing her with like more striking features. Hit me with your fan cast.
0: All right. So around this time, I was watching a lot of Virgin River, so mm-hmm. it really played into my fan cast. So Alexander Breckenridge, who plays Mel in Virgin River, I imagine her as Lowen. Okay. And then Martin Henderson, who plays Jack Sheridan in Ver- uh, Verity <laughs> in Virgin River, I imagined him as Jeremy. And then okay. for Verity, I'm gonna have to take it back to Private Practice. Oh, Katie yeah. Strickland, who played Charlotte King, she yes. like she was my Verity for me. Like I just feel like she could body that role. Like yeah,
1: you know what? I I agree with that. I, yeah, I
0: can I can 100 see all that though. real like i'm telling you like i had a movie production going on in my head like i was like lights camera action baby let's get it rolling
1: bro that's the best part about reading a book is especially whatever and like i think this is why we'll go into this really quick but i think this is why i like fan fiction so much Mm. because it already has the character that you're like thinking of you know what i'm saying you can already paint a picture of it and like
0: like, i don't think i've ever told you that i like looked up like fan cast or anything like that but whenever we talk about it, I'm like oh my god like you do this too like I just thought y'all be coming off right off the cuff but there's nah. a website that I look on where people are like well everybody will vote for like who they think should be that person and like sometimes I'll use it and sometimes I don't but like usually I'll like uh, I'll go on there <clears> and like see like who they're thinking should be for whatever character and I'm like either yay or nay but it really helps like oh like how you said you used theo james i used him for another book and my god my god that man was toxic but
1: my god did theo body that role oh (sighs) he's so handsome he is i want him to like hit me with a car but like respectfully (sighs) you know my biracial king (laughs) oh man i'm just
0: kidding he's not biracial however i do claim him for the black community so
1: (laughs) (laughs) and that's fair and that's fair, <laughs> you know, but, um, you know, we'll go ahead. We'll go ahead and get into the into the summary so we can get into the, the meat and potatoes of this story. This one's kind of long winded because there are a lot of moving pieces in this book. Um, it is fairly disturbing, I would say, if you can handle uh, like, oh, my gosh, what's that HBO show with? Um, I can see her in my mind sharp objects Ooh, yeah with, if you can handle that like if you can handle that kind of like gear of darkness and disturbing like activity then you'll this is going to be a walk in the park to you okay i've never watched that show but now i'm to watch it with that <laughs> i've seen honestly i haven't seen the whole thing but i've seen the first three mm-hmm. episodes and i was like yeah i'm getting i'm getting the same kind of but like that's based off of a book as well mm-hmm uh, it's by jillian flynn okay yeah, she's the same lady that wrote gone girl so if you can read gone girl oh. you can easily read this
0: oh, gone say. girl listen
1: she was right <laughs> she was on some for sure <laughs> but okay i'll i'll nonetheless let's let's go ahead so uh ashley who is our main character our big old mc in this in this uh uh book you got it you got it, <laughs> you got it. <laughs> I'm sorry lo and ashley is an aspiring writer who was proposed to finish the series by Verity Pro- Crawford. So um, Verity's husband, Jeremy Crawford, reaches out to Lowen and is like, hey, you know, Verity's been working on this series. We really need someone to finish it because she's, like, sick. You know, she was in an accident. She's basically in a vegetative state. So, you know, lowen has been, like, recently single and extremely broke, and she's like, yeah I'll accept this offer like you know uh, I need the money you know and I think said, I can I do it. do be poor. Yeah <laughs> she did. So she has to go to their like I don't want to say estate but like their the, the, this massive ass fucking rich person house you know <laughs> mm. uh, in Vermont. Uh, she's got to go and gather notes from Verity's office so she can like base hot like what what she's supposed to like how she's supposed to continue this series. While she's there, she finds this manuscript slash autobiography and at the end we'll talk about like which one you think it is. About Verity and Jeremy's beginning stages of their lust driven relationship. So Verity and Jeremy are married. Lowen is the author that is going to like sweep in and like try to finish this series because Verity's like practically brain dead. So during all of this, like she catches Verity staring at her like she like her caretaker like rolls her out onto the porch and Lowen is like Verity's in a wheelchair out on the porch and Lowen's like in her office and she can see out of these massive windows and Verity's sitting out there on the porch and like one second she looks and she's like Verity's just like staring off into the distance out to the lake behind their house and then the next second she looks and Verity's like sitting there like like turned her whole ass head around and is Mm -hmm. like 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 i said that hey hey he yeah type moment like that's see that's where i got the like the jump scare bro That shit yeah. Scared the fuck out of that's yeah that's upsetting and, and that's why i think that sarah paulson would be really good at this because i can just see her like piercing ass fucking scary eyes mm. like like her head doing like a 180 like the exorcist <laughs> yeah and she was scary bro but um so she catches verity staring at her fucking creepy bitch um so then, like, Lohan continues, she's trying to gather these notes, but instead she's being messy as fuck and keeps reading this manuscript, and it becomes, like, more and more disturbing. And then Lohan thinks that Verity had a hand in, like, trying to kill her children out of jealousy, um, because she Verity's, like, super in love with Jeremy, she was really jealous, the fact, like, whenever she got pregnant, Jeremy's like, oh, I'll never love any person as much as I love my children, and Verity is like, Yeah, that ain't cool because I'm, I'm like, key obsessed with you, like to a creepy, like scary degree. Yeah. So, um, Loen thinks that Verity tried to kill her kids out of jealousy, specifically Harper. I mean, Harper is one out of a set of twins, but uh, we'll get into that. So, <clears throat> Loan and Jeremy are like hanging out, Verity's upstairs, fucking being brain dead and <laughs> <Please>. <laughs> sorry it sounds fucked up well i guess she's not really brain dead because she can eat would she, she be considered like, like a vegetable maybe but yeah she like can a vegetative eat. state yeah but um so um low and jeremy are like chatting on and off for the amount of time that she's there and they become really comfortable around each other and you know there's kind of like shooting this shit and you know they eventually have a smooch which like like I'm not gonna be mad at her about that. I'm not All going right. to be like this man's wife is upstairs. Like, what's she gonna do? <laughs> yeah, Sorry. yeah, That's bro. Messy. The lights, the lights are on, but ain't nobody home. <laughs> like, so <clears throat> uh they become like Loman and Jeremy become comfortable. Verity's just chilling up upstairs and. You know, eventually Loan and Jeremy have a smooch, which is like where enters like the romance part, which isn't like a very prevalent theme in this book. But there are there is a little bit. Um, So then Loen reads in the manuscript about how Verity attempts to kill Harper by suffocation when she was a little baby. So she gets pregnant with these twins, Harper and Traston. And Jeremy's like over the fucking moon. He's so excited. And he is like you know like he told her he's like oh no i would never love anybody as much as i love these kids like as much Mm -hmm. as i love these girls so the kids are like the twins are born she tries to kill harper by suffocation like shoving her fingers down her throat which i mean like and and this is where things get really really like sickening and like twisted um but then like jeremy walks into the room and then she like barely tries to pull that like cool girl like oh, shit, like, and, then like, tucks her hair behind her ear. I was like, oh, didn't see you there. Like, you know, what's up?
0: Damn, that's uh, crazy.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, shit, did you see that type shit? But, um, oh, heavens, I'm sorry. So, um, Verity then gets pregnant with Crew, which is Jeremy and uh, Verity's third child. So this is like telling, like this is a story of like telling the past, like what's going on. So Verity gets pregnant with Crew to try to appease Jer- Jeremy because Jeremy believes that Verity is treating Harper unfairly. So um, then, like fast forward a little bit, Lowen and Jeremy have gotten a little bit more intimate and they they like have sex. Well, Lowen catches Verity watching them from the mm-hmm. top of the stairs like like a fucking creepy bitch bro like and and then again i touch on the sarah paulson thing like i can just imagine her like her whole like body language is like super calm and like collected and Mm -hmm. she's just sitting there with like both of her arms like spread out on the on the balcony like on the at the top of the stairs just like chilling and looking but her (laughs) eyes are just like piercing and scary as shit like you know what i'm saying
0: can you imagine
1: though seeing that Uh -uh. Like,
0: the way I'd shit myself, like...
1: (laughs) And the thing is, is, like, Jeremy and everyone else are, like, none the wiser.
0: And that's even more upsetting, like... Because then you're gonna start gaslighting yourself, like, did this really happen? Like, am I crazy? Like, what's going on
1: here? Exactly, yeah. Exactly. So, um... Verity's watching them from the top of the stairs. She's a fucking creepy bitch. So then like throughout the book. Lowen eventually finishes the, reading the autobiography. And doesn't know that she should tell Jeremy. As to well, like what's happening. Because a lot of the stuff in there is like really twisted and disturbing. But here's the tea. Apparently. Chastin. So like Chastin and uh, Harper are both dead. The set of twins. And this is like where it kind of all ties in. So, apparently, Chasten died at a sleepover because of an allergic reaction, but Verity is almost convinced that Harper, her twin, had something to do with it. So, then, like, like she's explaining it in the manuscript, and it's, like, it's, it's it's giving guilty. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's it's giving guilty. Um. So, Loan is, like, eventually, she just, like, keeps trying to come up to, like, Verity, like, in her room, and is, like, trying to, conv- like, confront her and be, like... You know, like, I know you're pretending, I know you're alive, like, I know what the fuck you did, like, fuck you, you know, you're a piece of shit. Mm-hmm. Um, so then, like, Lowen's, she's continuing, well, this isn't, by the time she finishes it, you know, she kind of gathers all this information, but while she's reading it, she finds out about Harper's drowning, and Verity, like, tells the story of Harper's drowning, She flips the canoe intentionally. Like, they're in their lake, and Traston's dead. Harper's still alive. Verity, Harper, and new baby crew are chilling in the canoe, and then Verity like, purposely capsizes the uh, canoe and intentionally doesn't save Harper, and then says like, quote, I only had time to save crew. And which is super fucked up. She literally just like, watched her daughter like, drown to death like from the the shore
0: that crew was standing there too like the damage that you're doing to that child's psyche like
1: that's awful yeah it's terrible oh it's terrible so um uh so eventually then like lowen is essentially like convinced that verity is not like she's just faking being sick and she knows that she's like moving around and watching people and doing all this shit. She thinks she's doing it for attention. So she puts a uh, baby monitor in Verity's room and she finds out that the manuscript ends at the very end. It ends with Jeremy questioning Verity's involvement in the death of Harper. So Verity has a suspicion that Jeremy's suspicious about whether or not like Harper's death was actually accidental and she talks about it in the manuscript so Loan then catches Verity on the floor of her bedroom like on the floor of her own bedroom on the baby monitor so she runs up there and she tries to confront her and then Jeremy's like yo what the fuck are you doing like my wife is like a vegetable bro like she's she, she ain't there she's like very much like injured and she's like uh, Jeremy's like dude you need to go like he tells Lowen, he's like you need to go like this is out of hand like this is out of control and then is like okay well let me explain this all to you and she gives the manuscript to Jeremy and um, he reads it in like a, a record <laughs> amount of time <laughs> record timing I think I think it says in the book like 30 minutes he reads the whole thing that man was
0: skimming at best. Like, 100%. I know his ass was not reading. <laughs> he read
1: the first chapter, the first paragraph from the first chapter, and the last paragraph. Yeah, <laughs> the chapter. You know what I'm saying? So, um, Jeremy reads it, and then uh, Jeremy comes into the room and tries to confront Verity himself. And then it's like, "Yo, like if you don't fucking stop pretending to be sick, like I'm gonna call the police." And then Verity eventually like opens her eyes, and then Jeremy's like, "Oh." fuck this shit like he starts trying to choke her and then Loan's like hold on hold on hold up like you out here trying to kill your wife that shit ain't cool what if you killed her in the same way that she tried to kill harper as a baby you know like is, is that a crazy idea it's like, kind
0: of poetic th- if you think about it, it. it
1: is it is but like i don't really think <laughs> i don't think that's anyone's place to be doling out that kind of judgment you know what i'm saying like goddamn (laughs) she
0: said now i know you're in the middle of killing your wife however have you considered this way yeah we could do this (laughs) in (laughs) in
1: a more polished refined way if you will so um she suggested that he should kill verity in the same way that she tried to kill harper as a baby so then jeremy essentially forces verity to choke on her own vomit and she dies which is fucked up. It do be like that sometimes. It's, it's Scooby Dooby doo. <laughs> <laughs> so then we fast forward, and then at the end of the book, it's like essentially like seven months after Verity's death, Lowen is pregnant because her and Jeremy were having hella unprotected sex. Um, Lowen, Jeremy, and crew arrive back at the house in Vermont. And, you know, they're, they're trying to settle the estate because Verity's dead. And they're, like, trying to move on, which is cool and all. Well, Lowen finds this letter, and it's a letter from Verity to Jeremy that details how Verity's manuscript was a writing exercise called, quote, antagonistic journaling, mm. end quote, to um, help Verity get in the mind of her villainous characters when she was writing a series of, like, fiction novels. She's essentially like, oh, I wrote that manuscript as like a writing exercise, so none of it was true. And um, then Barry talks about how at one point Jeremy did discover the manuscript before Lowen even showed it to Jeremy. And he... Um, he found it in the days following Harper's death and then staged a car accident in an attempt to kill her which is why she was in a quote vegetative state but she was faking the whole fucking time so then she, like Verity admits like yeah I was staring at you I locked you in your room I was planning on running away with crew like you know all this other stuff and and Lowen's just like what the fuck mm-hmm. like that's crazy <clears throat> so then um she makes the decision. Lowen makes the decision to not show Jeremy the letter. Just kind of lets him like, I guess live in peace about what's going on. Um he like, you know they they kind of move on, but like I this this leads us into like the largest question at the end of the book. Like, do you personally, do you think that the manuscript slash autobiography, that she wrote was real or do you think that the letter that she wrote to basically cover her own ass or like you know tie up all the loose ends in what she was saying do you think that that was true
0: um i 100 percent believe the manuscript was real yeah i'm a pro pro manuscript girl as well i really do think the letter was she saw the writing was on the walls and she's like now how can i fix this um, especially with those two growing close I think and then you know they had talked about moving her to like a, an assistant uh, living facility so I think she was like okay well shit the jig's about to be up like we are gonna have to do something about this um, yeah and I really do think the letter was a red herring uh, she, she definitely was like you bitches thought um, which I think I saw a TikTok that, um, someone said they had asked Colleen about this and she was like, you know what, I did leave this up to be open to your interpretation. However, I do believe that the manuscript was real. So I- I'll have to make, find the TikTok and maybe we can link it or something. Yeah. Um, but I'm choosing to believe her, like. Cause I mean, even if she said the letter was real, I'd be like, anyways, Colleen, I know you wrote this and all. However, yeah, that's no. not right. <laughs> I feel like the letter was 100%
1: yeah. a hundred percent pop out, like a, a hundred fucking percent, a hundred percent. I, I think in the notes I wrote, um, I believe, I don't believe that the letter is real. I think that Verity is a selfish, jealous, sociopathic cunt. <laughs> Zero <laughs> out of ten. She hated her own children because she was so unhealthily unhealthily obsessed with her own husband imagine being such a fucking asshole <laughs> period
0: <laughs> and like, then not to mention there wasn't anything like spectacular about him like you could go to any gas station in father's man yeah like, a girl. very
1: average white man like I do and like um the way this book begins though holy shit bro that's how like if if you begin this book and you're cool with reading the first chapter of it, then you're good. You're set. Absolutely. And you can do it. Shit. And that's that's one thing immediately. i immediately. I that's one one thing and I won't uh I won't what is that word? You got it. <laughs> uh disclose. That's the mm-hmm. word I'm thinking of. That's that's something that I won't disclose. So like if you want to read this book and you already you know the whole plot, and you're still like interested in reading it. the The beginning that that's a hook. That is a Absolutely. fucking hook. That's that probably hook.
0: one of the first books I've read where things like pop off like immediately. Yeah. Um, and I mean, my God, what a hook! Uh, yeah, it worked. Yeah. Oh man, that. Oh, all right. So you wanna get into what our favorite bits of the book were. Any yeah. favorite quotes?
1: Yeah, let's hear yours.
0: Alright. Mine <laughs> is kind of mean. Um, <laughs> it's chapter 6. Um, it's whenever Loan comes over to the house for the first time and she sees Verity. And she goes, it's like they're caring for an eggshell with no yolk. And when <laughs> I tell you I scream. <laughs> That's dirty. <laughs> That's dirty. I was like, you in this woman's home talking about her. You're sick. Like you're absolutely sick. Damn, bro. My <clears throat> next one was from chapter eighteen. Um, it's whenever uh <laughs> I'm sorry, just uh Loan's about to confront Verity and she goes. Uh, well she didn't say anything this is just a description um it's like i clenched my fist at my side grown really tired of this shit this house and this fucking creepy ass psychotic woman and i was like <laughs> now are we not the same person alicia
1: <laughs> did you ghost right
0: and, no, <laughs> and she calls her a cunt in another thing.
1: i love it though she deserves and, it bro yeah. she deserves it
0: and like i think my main thing was like the dialogue in this book like it's honestly something we would actually say. Like Yeah. It it just felt so, you know, because some stuff is like
1: <laughs> it's just it's like no who really talks like that. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But like this, like you could actually put yourself well,
1: hopefully not. But you know. Some of the inner dialogue that she writes is like very relatable. And I'm not saying that this has happened to me, but I'm just saying like I read the first line out of chapter three and I was like you know what I feel like I can get it down with this bitch you know mm-hmm. like I feel like her and I could like crack open a couple cold ones, smoke a few <laughs> cigarettes and just talk about life so the first line in chapter three is I had a boyfriend in my early 20- 20s named Amos and he liked being choked so and then she's like it's why we broke up because I refused to choke him because like I personally haven't well, I've been in a similar situation but not to like that specific degree but and then the second, the second part that was my favorite was, um, so this is right when Lowen discovers the manuscript, quote, manuscript, that bitch, that was a fucking autobiography, but <laughs> anyways, this, this just goes to prove it So this is on, uh, page 61 chapter, oh, hold on. I'm so sorry. Uh, chapter four, I think. Yeah, that's a long one. Okay, so this is the very, very beginning of Verity's uh, manuscript. So it says, author's note. The name of the manuscript is So Be It. Come on, bitch. (laughs) Well, you can come with something else. (laughs) Oh, no. And I ain't even blaming Miss Colleen Hoover for it. Like, I I think that it's just like... Verity. (laughs) Yeah, it is. It's her fucking fault. (laughs) So it says, author's note. The thing I abhor the most about autobiographies are the counterfeit thoughts draped over every sentence. A writer should never have the audacity to write about themselves unless they're willing to separate every layer of protection between the author's soul and their book. The words should come directly from the center of the gut, tearing through flesh and bone as they break free. Ugly and honest and bloody and a little bit terrifying, but completely exposed. An autobiography encouraging the reader to like the author is not a true autobiography. No one is likable from the inside out. One should only walk away from an autobiography with, at best, an uncomfortable distaste for its author. I will deliver. Oof. And now you gonna sit there and tell me that that fucking letter is the truth and it just so happened to encapsulate every single terrible thing that she ever did in her life, like as a cover up.
0: I'm not buying it. I'm Get absolutely not buying it.
1: Get it fucking real, bro.
0: Like <clears throat> you've got to be out your mind. Like there's just no way. Like it, it just you can't convince me otherwise. You really uh, can't. Yeah,
1: yeah. She's ugh. and ugh. like
0: I just this book really left me thinking like my god, like <laughs> Christ
1: yeah it it's it's scary it's scary and, and then like that's why i think that like a, a lot of people believe that it like belongs in the mystery thriller uh genre which i completely respect for me personally it goes in the horror thing and mm. now i will tell you a funny little story <laughs> so when i was in middle school i remember i was uh hanging out with one of well the friend that i've had the longest uh morgan her and i've been friends since we were two years old so like i've been that bitch's friend for 24 almost 25 years which is insane to think about that's crazy that's crazy talk anyways i i can't i can't remember exactly who was saying what but i feel like it was me like me and will and morgan um were sitting at the lunch table or something in middle school or like fifth grade or something like that and we was like yeah i really like horror movies and i can't remember if it was me and morgan but we were like oh you can't say that and will's like what are you talking about and i like like either one of us was like you can't say that like that's a bad word like thinking that he was saying the word "horror" instead of <laughs> horror so <laughs> you know i love those horror movies <laughs> you know those horror movies like 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 and we were like i i honestly can't remember who said what but like i i just remember that like either one of us we were so distraught we were like why would will say something like that that's like oh my gosh that's so upsetting like (laughs) this is scandalous oh my god yeah like we couldn't believe it like we we were so confused we were so confused and honestly like i said i can't i can't remember if it was me or if it was morgan that said that but, like, uh, perhaps it was me because I was raised in, like, a very strict conservative Christian household and, like, cussing was not allowed. Like, I wasn't even allowed to say crap or anything like that. Mm. And I know I've told you the story before, but for the listeners. So, we have another friend. Alicia and I, like, by the way, we grew up together. We went to the same school. We grew up in a very small town in South Alabama. But um, we have this mutual friend. Uh, her name is mary catherine oh gosh (laughs) she's a fucking hoot bro um and she (laughs) (laughs) she is just okay cut scene we're in sixth grade we're in coach kelly's p.e
0: class oh gosh
1: me and mary catherine were cutting up and we got in trouble for cutting up and like giggling or whatever and so coach kelly made us walk laps around the football field so we're all, like walking laps and mary catherine's asking me like have you ever said a cuss word and i'm like no no like i, I don't want to do that like that's bad you know like i'm i'm gonna go to hell like all this other stuff like i i, I don't i'm not gonna do it and she's like just say it and i'm like no and she's like just say it and i'm like no i i can't say it like i <laughs> i can't say it like i'm so scared and she's like just say it and i was like fine <laughs> bitch (laughs) (laughs) that's what i said my first cuss word and now i can't stop saying them so thank you mayor Catherine. you she's the gateway that's like she's on gateway for her though like yeah she's brand. just say it like just say it i know you want to just say it i'm like no i don't i don't want to say it (laughs) fine i'll say it hell (laughs) (laughs) yeah fine i'll say it darn it like (laughs) (laughs) oh man but yeah uh i think that yeah like i I have i have a i've got quite the potty mouth i'm sure you guys have noticed that by now but i do have quite the potty mouth and you know i take that i take that for my grandmother like she told me when because she would cuss a lot and i'd be like oh no (laughs) like every time she said a cuss word and she told me she's like i'm an adult and i'm allowed to use like adult vocabulary and i was like you know what you're goddamn right grandma (laughs) (laughs) you're fucking right on that one cheers to you like (laughs) you
0: got it honest if anything
1: yeah exactly so so now i'm an adult who uses all of her adult vocabulary as you should thank you thank you but um yeah i i think i think that like bro i think this book was just written like it's such a it's it's so visceral you know what i'm saying Mm, mm -hmm. like it's so visceral and like
0: i i would say if you're like in lmn (laughs) lmn in lifetime movies this is the book for you like it just honestly makes me think of like those movies i'd watch with my grandmother called like the perfect wife or the perfect husband or you know whatever Mm -hmm. and like shit's getting crazy like by the first 10 minutes yeah um and it's very much in that realm but you just don't want to stop reading yeah um but as a whole book i thoroughly enjoyed it like uh, one of my coworker actually is the one who told me to read it, and like I feel like I read in like maybe one night or at least day and a half, and like I immediately like went up to her. I was like, "Girl, like listen, wow, what a doozy!" Like, <laughs> yeah,
1: I think I read it. I read it in almost I read it under in under twenty four hours. It, oh,
0: so and, good.
1: And like you said, like
0: it does have like some dark themes. Like I will say, like her writing style like especially like dealing with stuff with the kids and stuff like that was kind of upsetting to read but like it really felt like you could like see this like like you could sense the evil off of her like it just was so like captivating though like it was awful to read and like visualize but like I was really like, now if Jeremy don't kill her, I will. Like,
1: let's load up. <laughs> oh man, yeah. She's just like whenever you would read about her, like I feel like I could smell sulfur. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Oh man. All right. So overall rating. um And in this show, we don't do. Half stars or whatever. This is a whole number show, and I don't know if it's just me that thinks that, or perhaps it's Alicia as well. But like, once once you start getting into half stars, and like once you once you start doing that, it just things get so convoluted. So this is a whole number podcast. So if you're looking for a three point bleep bloop bloop bleep bloop (laughs) number, you're in the wrong place. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Um. Yeah, so what's yours? I don't. I don't think a half a point is going to push me either way. Like I can, I can mm-hmm. really nail it with a whole number. Yeah. Um, this is three stars for me simply because there were some issues with the plot that I had. Um, mainly like they introduced sleepwalking, and I just felt like that was just used to explain like why they needed a lock on the door in order for Verity to lock them in there, and like I just felt like she could have did more with that, and mm-hmm. also like the fraught relationship she had with her mother like it was just simply from her like standing on a a railing jumping Mm. off and i'm just like i need more than that like i I don't know like i just felt like there should have been more like come on yeah but
1: it
0: it wasn't enough for me to be like you know fuck this book you know whatever but you know, it's just a few things.
1: Yeah. And um, I feel the same way about like the relationships that she had or the relationship that she had with her publisher. Like I don't mm. feel like that was a good um plot progression point. Yeah. I understand that, you know, the girlies love like a a contrived romance, I guess you could say. <laughs> yeah. Uh yeah. But I- I-, I I agree. I agree with your yeah. three star rating. Um, I-, I can see why you would feel that way. Yeah. And
0: also, I just felt like the relationship between her and Jeremy, Lowen and Jeremy, it was just kind of like, yeah, we feel something. And Which the book was a very fast paced, so I do understand why. It just felt like, yeah, we're toeing the line between I feel something and, oh, my wife is upstairs and I need to be loyal to her or whatever. But it just kind of felt like, they were like, bam, okay, we're together. I'm pregnant, blah, blah, blah. And... I don't know. Which I mean again is the pacing of the book and it wasn't a fairly long book so I kind of mm. can rationalize that.
1: What's the page count on this one? I'm, I'm, I got it in my hands right now. Hold on. Uh, 3.14 oh. which honestly isn't that much. So it's on The font, the font <laughs> is like really the font's really big. Yeah. She would like catch her staring at her oh my god this shit, uh, like, that shit freaks me out. so upsetting. Bro. Humans are and the, so scary, bro. Yeah. <sighs> I think
0: um she had looked out and crew was like looking up at the window waving. And then when she looked up, she saw the curtain move. And my god, was that not one of the most upsetting scenes of the book. I was like, I'm not liking this. Like, that shit is so ups- unsett-
1: unsettling, dude. It's so fucking unsettling. Like but it's still going to be four stars for me. I really liked it, but also I feel like at this point in my life, I'm very generous with my ratings. Mm-hmm. So maybe that that might change, but for it's going to be four stars for sure. Um I know we touched on this, but like how do you feel about the fact that Lowen didn't tell Jeremy about the letter?
0: See, I've gone back and forth on this because I can see both sides of it, but I also feel like it's—I'm more so leaning towards it's manipulative. Like she really took the situation into her hands without giving him a say in it, and it's kind of like she's like, "Well, I need my happy ending, so I'm gonna need to get rid of this." Yeah, bro, and
1: and then. The fact that that bitch ate some of it. Oh, what's wrong oh with you? Like, God. that shit was fucked up. Like, I. Why would she do that, bro? Just flush it down the toilet. Like, like... put it through a fucking paper shredder and move on. Dude. Exactly. Put and it back in the that... floorboard <laughs> that you found it in.
0: The fact that she flushed parts of it. So I was like, you know the toilet was working, so what's not clicking? Buddy?
1: Exactly. Put in the fucking garbage disposal. There, there's literally Christ. so many things you could have done. You're seven months pregnant and you're just eating a letter that was either written in graphite, like with a pencil or with ink. That's surely not good for your unborn child. Oh gosh. Like, Bro. I'm the doctor oh. here, but I don't think that's safe. I, yeah i don't think it's safe either i also don't think it's sane so absolutely not
0: so, so what were your
1: thoughts on that bro i i respect it honestly though no. i kind of respect the fact that she didn't tell him but i mean like i don't know i respect the fact that she didn't tell him in, in this world in this in this fictitious world that they're living in
0: with in everything being world.
1: so sorry it's just a, you know it's not the, the same, same as, as it was okay <laughs> Harry please um, sponsor us okay. yeah. thank you Harry Styles. Um, <laughs> so I, I think that I understand it because in this fictitious like setting obviously he is a very volatile person because mm. he just straight up choked his wife out and you know then they decisively made the decision to carry on with that and fucking (laughs) take it the extra mile and be poetic about her death so i'm not i'm (laughs) not i don't know i feel like if it were i don't know because here let's think about it this way yeah i know that the two of us are staunch like we're we're pro manuscript but let's think about this way what would be the fallout? Is it like if she told Jeremy about the letter? See, the thing is
0: though, is they have mutual destruction. So, mm-hmm. if she would be like, "Listen, so uh, if this is true, I'm gonna have to go to the you know the cops on this." He he has proof of her, Like they they would destroy each other. But it's yeah. just like. But like you say, like what would she have gained from it? Like you'll never know. It's not like he's just gonna come right out and say, "Damn, she was right though." Like that manuscript was a little, you know, a little jokey joke, mm-hmm. and like you'll n- never truly know. Like she'd just have to either trust whatever he told her, or you know, kind of at that point, like, is
1: ignorance is it bliss? At that point, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like- yeah,
0: and like. Which Lowen wasn't really a character I was rooting for either, because she did some shiesty shit too. Like the fact she saw the bite marks on the headboard, and the fact that she lined her teeth up with it when she
1: would—that <laughs> made me physically ill when I read that.
0: Like, Something I get right? Up you're trying there. to
1: you're trying to be freaky. That's cool and ever, but when you're having sex with someone else's husband in their bed and you see his wife's teeth marks on the headboard and you're like you know it'd be hot <laughs> if i line mine up with his or with hers like, at that point are you trying to play replacement like, are you exactly. trying to play replacement wife or are you trying to be fucking freaky i don't i don't know and you know what April
0: clocked that shit as soon as she met her. Like she was like, I don't know what's going on here, but
1: I don't like it. (laughs) Exactly. The caretaker. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. April's the underdog. She's the best character in the book.
0: Um, but like she I won't say I dislike I I did not not like her, but I will say that there's some things that like really stuck out. It was just kind of like, you're not that great of a person either. Like no
1: one, no one was. Go- Everyone in this fucking book was going through the fucking trenches, like Absolutely. everybody. They were all like having a very, very hard, fucked up time. Yeah. <sighs> oh but man. I'd just be interested in
0: seeing how they move forward from there, because like y'all really just out here committing murder and just, just went on about y'all life like nothing ever happened. Like
1: yeah, and like what the fuck's gonna happen in crew? You know what yeah. I mean?
0: Get that boy in therapy immediately. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Yeah, my thing is, is, like, though, at that point, like, when I finished the book, you know when you finish one book and you're like, God, I really wish there was a fucking sequel to this or, like, a prequel or whatever? Mm -hmm. But I feel like that one's, like, better left untouched. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: I, wow, it was just really... I don't know, like, cause there's so many things that I just can't even like pick out at this moment. Like that was just so like good, but I feel like we hit the highlights. But we did. Miss Colleen, she did what she had to do. She Bro, really did.
1: It, that woman knows how to write the fuck out of a book okay and like i feel like there's a lot of haters out there and i like oh it's not like very refined writing i'm not looking for refi- i'm not looking for fucking charles dickens right now absolutely like i want some fucking like fucking clutch the pearls type shit and she delivered you know what i'm saying she she fucking that bitch knows how to write the hell out of a book especially when that like it makes you feel like you're talking to your fucking friend when you're reading yeah it that's why I get it four stars <laughs> that's why and so I was just reading my notes
0: for the end of the book and speaking of the letter I was like okay even if Verity was innocent and the letter was to believe yo ass would still be okay with being with this man after he made an attempt on her life and then successively killed her with your help not to mention your dumb ass is having a baby with him <laughs> hell one wrong move and yo ass can be buried right next to Verity <laughs>
1: Yeah, dude. Let's talk about it. Like, why, why, <laughs> why would you have a baby with this man? <laughs> like, <I'm> so, like... <laughs> how confusing is that for that five-year-old boy crew? Like, he just had like two older sisters die tragically. as yeah. Fuck. He probably watched Harper die. He probably fucking watched her die, and then he's like, uh new mommy lowen's having a baby you know like (laughs) what the fuck is and you know he gonna
0: start doing the math and being like now
1: hold on just a uh, damn minute (laughs) and that whole like knife thing it's gross it's it's gross it's gross i don't like it (laughs) not one bit oh man god that was good that was really good that was a good one yeah um, So we will be making a playlist for this uh Absolutely. book. We'll be making a playlist for every book that we review or fan fiction or short story that we review. Um, This is honestly, I feel like this is one of my favorite parts of the yeah. podcast.
0: I'm telling, because like, I really feel it, it's so creative to like think of songs like, especially like not even like thinking about that book at that moment. But I'll hear a song like months after i've read the book and i'm like oh my god this makes me think of this book or whatever yeah or like as i'm reading i'll start creating a playlist and stuff but yeah
1: it's it's nice to draw those correlations absolutely and
0: this one has has some heavy hitters on it
1: yeah it does oh man we put we put some jams on there for sure um we'll link the uh we'll link the the playlist on um some form of social media most likely instagram yeah oh or, um we're trying to I, we need to discuss the tiktok thing but we'll get there yeah um, we can
0: do the renegade i don't know if that's what you kids are still doing these days but
1: we're gonna try our hardest <laughs> we get on msn chat
0: yeah can y'all aim me or kick you got kick
1: yeah let's uh let's bring chat rooms back chat roulette <laughs> let's do that oh my god not chat roulette okay on that note we will be ending this podcast for right now <laughs> uh thanks so much for listening um y'all keep reading and let us know send us recommendations send us any kind of good shit you got yeah. send us silly stories we'd uh, like to hear your
0: fan theories any like yeah. you know or your yeah. fan
1: cast i like to see y'all cast it as well yeah and your um and your corrections if we're saying anything wrong if we're doing anything wrong please let us know yes please we will cry gentle about parenting it parenting techniques though. no bro <laughs> even if they use gentle parenting techniques we're still gonna cry oh, about absolutely. it but we'll take what you say into consideration so hit us up on our email hit us up on our instagram um, we look forward to getting another episode out to you so thank you guys so much great bye bye